And we're back. Welcome to Anyways Pew Pew. I'm your host, Pew Pew, and I hope my mic doesn't produce... There it goes again. Producing weird feedback? Uh, this was not an expensive microphone, so I am not surprised that it's making weird noises. I hope it doesn't act up while I am recording this episode. So, in the last... Um, in the last few episodes, I was talking about my anime recommendations, and then I could go on and on, but I will not, and I just kept it into two episodes. Um, but I still, I could go on and on about My Hero Academia. The fandom, I could not go on about. We will cut it short. Ignore the fandom. If we focus on the show for a little bit. Um, and just to prove that it's great, I'm going to recommend some fan art. Some actually, like, very good, funny fan art. Um, it's only one person, but, like, I love her so much. Um, the name Atesan? Sorry, I don't speak Tagalog that well, but I think it is Tagalog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, I have it pulled up right now. So... The username is the Paralumens. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but it's basically like the or the like in the beginning of a sentence, and then P A R A L U M A N S. Um, I like her, her art, her work. The color scheme is very nice, and I like the things that she depicts all the characters doing, and that they're all just friends and just vibing and. It's just so great. All of her work is great, and also the way she draws um, Ida is immaculate. But anyways, okay, now I will stop talking about my hero. Um, I'll talk about a new thing. So uh, this new thing, well actually it's not very new, but like an, to start with a new topic, um, I will talk about animals and my favorite animals. I'm sure I've already talked about my favorite animals. Um, that being like my first favorite animal is a wolf and then my second favorite animal is a frog and I think they're both pretty great and I would love a wolf as a pet but that's too much work. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in one of my episodes but I also <laughs> I'm more of a dog person and I don't want to start discourse of like uh, dogs are better than cats, cats are better than dogs. That has always existed, but in my opinion, both are great and it just depends which one you can actually take care of and which one is more suitable for who you are. If you're a person who goes out a lot, who's very extroverted, who's very active, who loves cuddles, then dogs would be for you, depending on the dog. Not all dogs like cuddles. My dog is kind of cat-like. And sometimes she prefers her alone time, and when I don't give her alone time, she growls at me. And that is how I know that I need to leave. Um, but if you're introverted, not as active, but you still like having someone around, um, even though you don't really like people, then a cat would be great for you. Cats are also great, even though cats can also be very feral at times, um, which is even better. Oh man, cats are so great and so are dogs. I'm more of a dog person. I love dogs, but I think if I were to live on my own that I would need like a cat. Um, that would probably be best for me. 
So it's just, it just depends. It's a subjective opinion. But um, I like a few, I love hairless cats. And a lot of people have told me that hairless cats are gross and hairless cats are yucky and uh why do you like hairless cats they're hairless that is why i like them do you even have to ask uh the hairless cats are great and i think they're so adorable and wrinkly and hairless i just think they're great i think they're adorable and they're my favorite cat breed um because then you could put little sweaters on them and stuff to keep them warm and then they look like chicken um they're just great and in freshman year, I thought that they were so great that I went to the extent, this is something that I did not tell anyone, um, but I printed out hundreds of cat photos and I stuck them around my school. Um, I cut them out. I got tape. I brought a roll of masking tape to school and I would just tape hairless cats everywhere in hidden places and people were finding them everywhere and I thought it was hilarious and I still think it's great because um no one there were like many people that I was friends with or close to knew it was me um and that's fine um initially I wanted to keep it a secret but an ex-friend at the time someone came in and was like hey, there are hairless cat pictures. And I was like, that's so weird. And my ex-friend, um, a total party pooper in this situation, was great at all other times. But in this situation, they just decided to spill the beans. They were like, yeah, it was pew-pew. It was her. And I was just like, man, that was the biggest party poop of all time. It wasn't even a party, but everyone's pants got soiled because it was such a party pooper moment. And, man, um, I don't, like, hold a grudge against it, but it was just, like, at that point, then all my close friends, like, knew it was me. So then I just got them to help me once they found out. I wasn't like, oh, my plan has failed. I was just like, all right, well, now that you know, get some of these and stick them around. Do it or else. Um, some complied. Some did not. But, um... It was pretty great, although I will say I'm sure the janitor had to, like, clean all of that up at the end of the day, and I'm sure that was not pleasant. Um, but it was funny, and I'm thinking of maybe, like, it'd be a funny prank to do. I had a few extra that I put around my house. I would probably do that again. Um, I might do that again, but at my dad's house. Uh, <laughs> with something else I just think it'd be really I just think it's so funny because it's not I would say it's not a very harmful prank it's just very confusing um it's like what are all of these doing here and so that's why I think it's funny um but yeah I did that in my freshman year and it's my proudest accomplishment because I never got like called down to the office or anything or got in trouble for it so basically I got away with it and I'm very proud that I got away with it um so there's that and uh that's basically my greatest achievement in high school not getting into an honor society not getting all a's it's the fact that i was able to just put small images of hairless cats around the school um, anyways 
So, aside from the hairless cast of freshman year, um, I do more than that. I actually started watching Miraculous Ladybug. Um, it also has been going up as a trend. I remember seeing it, like, when it first came out, and I was just... I was like, oh, this is a very entertaining kids show, and then I, like, forgot about it. But then I started getting, like, posts about it, and I would jokingly send them to my stepsister, and then my stepsister would get them as well and then send them to me. And so we just started, and then we were like, let's watch the show, actually. So we finally did start watching the show, and, um, wow, let me tell you, um... Miraculous Ladybug is a kid's show, all right, and I don't mean that in a bashing way. I really like the animation, and it is pretty funny, but uh, it is a kid's show, and I remember seeing a post of a, a girl, it was a reel, and this girl was just like, don't talk to me if you say Miraculous Ladybug is a kid's show, and I was just like, all right, you can enjoy kid's shows, by the way. I'll say this. Just because you are not a kid who um, watches a kid's show and someone calls the show that you're watching, which is a kid's show, if they call it a kid's show, they're not wrong. And you should never take that as an insult. Just be like, yeah, I do watch kid's shows because I'm pretty sure millennials watch Gravity Falls, which was, what was that? A kid's show. Uh, they watch, what's that other one? I don't know. Anyways, Adventure Time. Yeah. That's a kid's show, but you know how many adults watch it? Steven Universe, that's also a kid's show, but you know how many adults watch that? Um, kid's shows are fine to watch. Just watch a kid's show. Don't be insulted if someone calls it a kid's show. It, it like That is who it's marketed for, and just because the larger demographic or the demographic in the past years has not been catered to kids doesn't make it any less of a kid's show. It's just a kid's show that adults happen to enjoy or teenagers happen to enjoy so I wouldn't get too um I wouldn't get too freaked out over people calling miraculous ladybug which is marketed which is rated as tvy7 fantasy violence I don't think you should get insulted if a tvy7 show is called a kid's show because that's what it is it doesn't mean it's bad it just means it's a kid it's just marketed for kids just Take pride in watching a kid's show, man. Just enjoy it. Just be like, yeah, I watch some kid's shows. Um, I wouldn't say that's, like, weird. If you just really enjoy it and you like the animation and stuff, just be like, yeah, I like watching this. Because Miraculous Ladybug actually is pretty entertaining. Because um, it's made for kids. So, <laughs> and I have, like, the attention span of a, like, small child. A seven-year-old, if you will. So it is a great kids show in that sense. And um, I love the love square, <laughs> me and my stepsister. If you don't know, there's a love square in Miraculous Ladybug and it is called a love square because the two characters, um, if you don't know, it's a superhero show. And the two main superheroes are Ladybug and uh, I guess her sidekick or just the guy who helps her out in her team, Chanois. And it takes place in Paris, which is why his name is Chanois, which just means a uh, black cat, because he's a black cat. <laughs> um, but basically, it's um, behind the masks, Ladybug is a clumsy girl named Marinette, 
who wants to be a designer and helps at her parents' bakery. And behind the mask of Chanoir is uh, Adrian Agrest, who is the most popular 14-year-old that for some reason even adults have a crush on. It's a kid's show. Anyways, um, but basically Adrian Agrest and Marinette um, Dupin Chang, they transform into these superheroes with, with the help of like these little Kwamis, which are basically like little animal looking magical beings. So Marinette turns into Ladybug and Adrian turns into Chanois. So now you get it. Um, now let's take those four characters and ship them in four different ways. That is the love square. So the first love square that I will name off is Marinette and Adrian. And in this love square, Marinette has a fat crush on Adrian, but he just calls her a friend. And he's like, she's just a friend. She's just a friend. Let me tell you, after watching this show and now on season three, it is very enraging to hear those words. But um, basically, he supposedly has no feelings for Marinette and sees her as a friend, but Marinette has like, she's practically in love with him. Um, that is the first one. Marin and Adrian. The second one is Ladybug and Chanois. And this one basically is Ladybug, who is Marinette, has no feelings for Chanois, but he, also Adrian, is in love with Ladybug. He thinks she's the coolest woman and he wants to know who she is behind the mask because he loves her so much. So he flirts with her a lot when they're doing superhero things. And she's like, stay focused, cat. Um... So that is the second one. Uh, and obviously, like, Ladybug doesn't have... Oh, that was my Alex. <laughs> Sorry. Um, basically, Ladybug doesn't have any feelings because she has a crush on Adrian Agrest, which brings me to the third, um, I guess, corner of the love square, which is Ladybug and Adrian. This one is my least favorite because <laughs> Ladybug is Marinette, who has a crush on Adrian, and Adrian is Adrian, who has a crush on Ladybug. So basically, they both just like each other. So it's awkward at times, but they just like each other. Now, the last one, in my opinion, the best corner, is um, Marinette and Chenois. This one is the best because they don't have any feelings for each other. Uh, and you might be thinking, why is that? Why is a, a pairing where they don't like each other part of a love square where there's supposed to be love? Um, because it's great. And it's called Marichat. Or Marisha, yeah, basically. Um, if you wanted to like type it up, you would just write Marichat, like chat, like chatting, like talking. Um, in this pairing, it's not like they're more, they're their like real selves, both of them, because they don't, they're not into each other. They're just their authentic selves, which is perfect. So in the love square, we have. Adrian and Marinette, normally, in their normal middle school, high school life, they're 14. Um, and then the next one is them as superheroes, um, in that pairing with Chanois and Ladybug. And then there is Ladybug and Adrian, lame. And then we have the best, uh, Marinette and Chanois. Um, and you might be thinking, this makes no sense because it's still just the same two people. But it does make sense because their disguises, they have different 
I guess, personas when they have the mask on, which is why it's put into a square. And it is why me and my stepsister think that Marishat is the best pairing because in Ladybug and Adrian, you would think like, well, they already like each other. Wouldn't that one make the most sense? And I guess you're right, but they only like each other for how they're they're perceived, like how they see them. They don't know their like real selves. So they just like each other based off what they've first seen and experienced. And not that that's bad, but when you actually want to be in a relationship with someone, you should know all the parts you do like and everything else behind that. Um, you need to know the full person. And because Ladybug, um, Adrian just sees Ladybug as this awesome woman who kicks butt um, he doesn't know anything else about her, and he just thinks she's amazing, and he's in love with her for that reason. And then Ladybug just likes Adrian. I think it's explained that she likes Adrian because he gave her, like, an umbrella, and he was really kind to her, and is, like, still sometimes kind and very handsome, and he's popular. Like, he's literally, he's literally a model, like a 14-year-old model, so he's, like, everywhere in Paris in the show. So she just likes him at that front, but they don't really know anything else. So it's like, they just got together because, like, it's just, it's not the best pairing. Because then if Adrian were to find out that Marinette, because no one knows the identities of the superheroes, if he were to find out that Marinette is Ladybug, he would only like her because she's Ladybug, but not because she's Marinette. And, uh, it's the same if Ladybug Marinette found out Adrian was Chanoir. She wouldn't really like Chanoir, she just likes him because he's Adrian, and not, um, because he helps her fight crime, just because he was kind, he gave her an umbrella that one time, and, um, is super handsome. So it's not really the best because it feels very superficial um, because it's just a crush, which is why I will now explain why Marinette and Chenois is the best ship and the most valid. Not that they're like not valid at all. They actually are very sweet. Like Ladybug and Adrian, it's very like cute, awkward moments because they like each other and it's really funny to like watch it. So no ship is horrible. But that one would just be, like, not the best in the terms of, like, actually getting together. That one just would not be the most authentic. And it wouldn't feel like real, real love. It would just be very messy after a while. But Marinette and Chanois, the way they talk, they're just, they're authentic selves. And Chanois, um, Adrian is more of his authentic self when he has the mask on because he feels more free and he has more freedom because he's always... I'm very sheltered. Like, his whole life was, like, sheltered and just doing modeling things and just doing what his dad wanted him to do. So it was very sheltered. But with the mask on and no one knows where who he is, he can be more bold and outspoken because he has a mask on. So some whatever he says, if he, like, flirts with Ladybug, it's not like, oh my gosh, Adrian is a flirt, and then rumors come around. It's like, oh, Chanois, oh, he and Ladybug must be dating. It's kind of like that thing. Um, is like seen and so he's very like himself and he's not afraid to like be bold um, he's like more of the other sides of himself and he even shows his more sensitive sides to Marinette when he's just seeing her as Marinette 
and Marinette also doesn't know that he's Adrian, so she just sees him as she sees him when she's Ladybug, which is just an annoying little kitty that flirts with her too much. So she thinks she thinks of him as a friend, but she's just like, oh, what an annoying friend who always flirts with me even though I'm not interested. And it really is a great pairing because they are themselves. She's not like clumsy or shy or like hee hee hee, ooh woo. Like, you know, I can't believe I said that, but you know, she's not like that. She's more of who she is to her other friends, like her best friend Alia, and to her parents. She is like herself and she's not clumsy. She shows the parts that are even like in Ladybug, which is like smart and quick thinking. She's just herself with him and that's why it's the best because if they were to interact more, they still are showing them their full selves. So if Chanoir interacts with her more and then actually starts to fall for Marinette, he would be falling for her because she's Marinette. And Marinette would fall for Chanoir because of all of him and she'd be like, yeah, that's great. And so then if they were to find out each other's identities, it would just be like, well, that's a plus. Um, and it wouldn't be anything aside from that. It'd just be like, well, huh, great, that's so crazy because I actually did like you um, like that. Um, so, like, Chanois would be like, oh, Marinette's Ladybug? Well, I already liked Ladybug. All right, cool. And then Marinette would be like, oh, I liked Adrian, so this is a this is a plus. So it's not like they would, like, fall for each other for more, like, authentic reasons and more because they're themselves. So that's why that one is, like, the best pairing, um, if you will. And it is the one I love the most, but apparently we don't see, like, you barely see them interact like that. Um, which is very sad because I want to see more and we saw um, we're not very far we just we watched one episode the one episode at the end of season one with Lila and girl I knew people did not like her but man I really she just she just lies and lies and lies Man, and I've seen people, like, joke about Lila, like, as her name, like, a pun. I'm just like, hee hee hee, ha ha ha. But man, yeah, she really is not, she's, because it's a kid's show, she's literally just one of the characters placed there to, like, get people akumatized, get akumatized, just start trouble. Like, she's just there to start trouble. I don't think she'll ever have, like, a redemption arc or anything like Steve from, um, Stranger Things. It won't be like that. She'll just always be a jerk, so... I don't like her. And then Chloe. Oh man, I do not like Chloe. Like she's, like sometimes she's funny, but she is just such a jerk. And then there was that one episode where she was, she said something racist, I guess, to put it, when Marinette's uh, uncle came in that one episode in Kung Food, which was kind of weird. Um, and he was from China and he wanted to make a, a dish and she was he was like, yeah, I'm gonna make soup. And then Chloe was just like, ew, I don't like soup. Why can't you just make uh, sushi like every like all the other people? Which I'm assuming she meant like all other Asians. And then Adrian has to tell her like, Japanese people make sushi. He's Chinese. And she was like, whatever. I was just like, dang, what? <laughs> so that was just one of my reasons I did not like her. But then again, we're only on part one of season two. Oh, I said we were on season three before, but we're actually on part two of season two. So we also just met Luca, um, who <laughs> my stepsister hates already. 
Um, and I don't like Kagami or Luka because they're obviously just they're obviously just placed there for like angst and just like just like angst. That's all. That's all they're there for. So I don't really care for either. But um, I don't think they're horrible. But it's just like ugh, they didn't have to be in the show. Um, and my stepsister and I are joke. We would joke about like we want Kagami. We want Kagami and Luca to go away. But Luca is just like a sibling, so we kind of just want him to just be gone. And then we want Kagami to go away. But there's no like nice way to say that because she's from Japan. It would not make sense for to say I want Kagami to go back to Japan because that sounds horrible. That sounds racist. But it's like. She needs to get out of Paris because she's ruining the ships, the, the love square. Anyways, um, that is all for this long rant about Miraculous Ladybug in this episode. I will see you all again um, in the next episode, and I hope you enjoyed. This has been Anyways Pew Pew with your host, Pew Pew, and I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see you again. Bye-bye.